This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 36. Spice up your English with Ron from English Funcast. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, where you'll finally get real native English conversation and fluency for business and life. We believe in connection, not perfection, when it comes to learning English. Now, here are your hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer and former IELTS examiner, Jessica Beck, coming to you from Portland and Boston, USA. Do you want to get the joke in English? Humor is the best way to learn. Find out how you can understand more English jokes and laugh more often with your native friends. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Lindsay, um, have you heard any good jokes lately? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I Nothing comes to mind, actually. I should have one ready because today we are talking about <laughs> jokes, but I love, I, I like the dad jokes, right? The cheesy, funny, totally. silly dad jokes that are clean and just sort of fun and nerdy. They're so nerdy dad jokes. I love nerdy jokes. I love, yeah, I love puns. I yes. love wordplay, right? Um, and I think this is one reason why I can, like, like, legitimately enjoy hanging out with my 10-year-old son and his <laughs> friends because we have a similar sense of humor. I still find stuff funny that 10-year-old kids find funny. Um, I just find just everything funny. Oh my right? gosh, that's so funny. What kinds of things do 10-year-old kids find funny? Is it just things that are like silly? Is it like silly humor? Silliness or- for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but wordplay because like they're mm-hmm. proud when they understand these sorts of puns. Yes. Um, and then any like, you know, body humor because they're just oh, yeah. like, yeah. they're still little kids, but they're like growing. And so anything making fun of, you know, yeah. bodies and what we do is always yeah. funny. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, I like puns. I think they're fun. I mean, here's an example of a pun. After hours of waiting for the bowling alley to open, we finally got the ball rolling. that's so great those are so fun I think they're fun (laughs) that's so awesome we do have a pun coming up for you towards the end of today's show as Mm -hmm. well guys Um, so stay tuned for another pun that'll get you laughing Um, but the reason why we're talking about comedies is we actually spoke to a 
teacher from Canada who had a podcast mm-hmm. for a while. His name is Ron, and the podcast was the English Fun Cast. Mm-hmm. Um, and even though he does not publish these anymore, guys, you can still go to his website, EnglishFunCast.com. There are 146 episodes on there. You can listen to, you can read the jokes, and you mm-hmm. can hear them explained. So it's a great resource. Um, yes. Why is this even important? Why are we sharing this with our students. Well, the whole idea here, guys, is that learning with humor is such a good way to learn because when we're enjoying something, we're laughing, we're actually learning more and learning faster. Don't you think, Jessica? Totally. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, And before we dive more into the benefits, guys, and we will convince you to uh, uh, learn about jokes and humor in English, let's go ahead and listen to Ron introduce himself. All right, so I'm originally an English teacher. I taught in China for a few years, and then I came back to Canada, and I'm teaching here at like a private high school. And in my spare time, I like to do comedy. I do a lot of stand-up comedy. I go to different bars in Toronto, and I tell jokes. And what I did was I created the English Funcast podcast, where it's a method where I can like tell jokes and at the same time teach English. Because when you like learn from jokes, if you laugh at a joke in English, it means you actually understood the joke. And there's a lot of puns you can learn, like homonyms and like stuff like that. Okay. All right. That's awesome. So he actually does stand-up comedy, right? Wow. I would be terrified to do stand-up comedy. What is do you think you could do that? Well, I know Michelle has done a little bit of stand-up comedy in New yeah. York, so we have to ask her about that. But no, I would never be able to do that. I think what's really good about stand-up comedians is that they identify what's kind of mundane. They identify the funny in the mundane, the things that we all do that are kind of silly and funny. Yes. And they high, they pull that out in a way that most people haven't thought about before. So it's like everyone can relate to a stand-up comedian most of the time. Totally. And I yeah. love going to comedy shows. Do you Me like too. to? Yeah. I love stand-up comedy. Um, yeah. yeah, that's definitely the first. That is one way that stand-up mm-hmm. can build community and connection, right? Because – yeah. You know that everyone watching this and hearing these jokes can identify, mm-hmm. can like has yeah. a similar experience, right? Um, the other thing I really like about stand-up is that they can take difficult things and yes. perhaps painful things and shine light on them in a way that makes you feel better about yeah, something that's true. difficult, you know? Yeah. And that also, mm-hmm. I think, creates community is like – you know what? We all struggle with a bunch of the same things. Mm -hmm. And if we can make light of it, we can, you know, take that power away from the pain. And so that's another way that's kind of a heavy look at it. But that is something I really appreciate about stand up. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've seen the proof that, you know, physiologically speaking, laughing does reduce stress. And we know yeah. it. We know that feeling a really good belly laugh, which is a bonus phrase for today, right? What is a belly laugh, Jessica? Oh, my gosh. And I have something else to say about laughter. But a belly yeah. laugh, guys, that's just um, a phrase to describe a really deep, big mm-hmm. laugh. And yes. I mean, like a real laugh, you know, not just yeah. like a polite, like, <laughs> yeah, like, it's not forced, right? Just it just boot like just booms out of you, right? Like you can't hold it in. Um, But I want to share something real fast before Ron shares with us Mm -hmm. some of the benefits of humor. Okay. And why he wants to teach us about that. Um, But just 
interestingly enough, so in James' health unit in his class, they are talking about how to relieve stress and anxiety. And mm. they talked about the science of laughter. And they said, even if you pretend to laugh, you make yourself laugh, that will still have the same physiological benefits Ooh. as a real laugh, with, which I thought was interesting. Um, oh, and so interesting. they did something in class called laughing yoga. Oh, I've heard of that. I've tried that before. Yeah, that is the coolest thing. It's that so is the cool. coolest thing. Oh my gosh, oh. definitely, guys, look this up. I love this as, as a way to deal with anxiety. Um, <laughs> but it was really funny because later on in that day, James was upset about something and I was like, all right, let's do laughing yoga. And he was like, oh, and then it totally worked. It totally works, <laughs> you guys. All right. So let's go back to our friend Ron and hear about why he is doing this podcast and why students need to learn English through humor. I guess it's exciting. Like it gets like um, the listeners or like the learners focused. And like when they start reading it, if they read it over and over again, once they understand it, they'll actually start laughing. And mm -hmm. this way they know that like they understood what they just read. All right, Lindsay. So okay. before we get back to Ron and mm -hmm. a little bit more about why he made that show, I wanted to stop here and discuss mm -hmm. this with you. So yeah. this method of learning, right? He mm -hmm. wants people to get focused on yes. the words, on the joke, right? And allow yeah. people to understand it. Yes. Um, do you think it's important to understand jokes in another language? And yeah. why is that so hard? Well, I think it's I do think it's super important. And I think a lot of it is hard because of culture, right? Yeah, so for sure. Well, first of all, there's the concept of what's funny in another culture may not be the same. Right. And yeah, then definitely. there's a the concept of a lot of what we use, what stand up comedians use or comedians or just everyday funny people, they use cultural material. Yeah. Right. Material or ways of life, talk, things we do every day. And that might be different across cultures, too. So we have a couple of hurdles when it comes to understanding jokes in another language. But that's why I think it's the ultimate goal. To me, this is one of the highest definitely. signs of fluency definitely. when you can understand a joke and even when you can tell a joke. And make oh, other people sure. laugh in a second language. So that's why our students, our listeners should feel motivated to keep going with humor because eventually you'll get there, guys. Exactly. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, we, we talk a lot about how the one of the best ways to learn a language, guys, is to get into that target culture. Like it's mm -hmm. not just about words that stand by themselves without context, right? Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. culture is the context for yes. language, right? And so, yeah, it is super challenging, like Lindsay said, but it is such a worthwhile goal to try to understand this humor, guys, because you are not just learning words, you are learning culture, you are learning context. And Definitely. this is how you're going to connect with native speakers in the future. Oh my um, gosh. So this episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. So good. Let's listen to a little bit more uh, okay. about Ron telling us why he started this show in the first place and why you students will love it. 
I just want them to, you know, improve their English and have a good time while doing it, right? Like, I think the most important thing when, like, studying a language is to be able to motivate yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there's many different methods out there, and people have to find the best method for themselves. And if they like to laugh and learn, then maybe that's a method that they'd enjoy. Okay, so I love this so much. Um <laughs> This this <laughs> laughing method, right? I love yeah. that that could be like a learning methodology. Me too. The laughing I method. <laughs> I know because it's so different from anything that our, I think our listeners have ever seen, right? The old way is the classroom, the textbook, the memorization. This is the new way, guys. This is fun. Exactly. Right? Learning a language can actually be fun. And that's why I'm so excited. We've, we've got Ron here to, to hear from him and to understand this. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, so Ron did share with us a joke to tell you guys, okay? Um, So we are going to tell you this joke, and I want you guys to really think about this. Why is this funny? All right, Lindsay, I'm going to tell the joke. Are you ready? (laughs) I'm ready. I'm ready. Go for it. (laughs) Last night, I went to a 24-hour grocery, and when I got there, the guy was locking the front door. So I was like, hey, the sign says you're open 24 hours. And he goes, not in a row. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. I love it. I wonder if our listeners understood that joke. What do you think? I think some of you probably got it. But this is an idiomatic punchline, right? Mm -hmm. So the punchline is that very last line of a joke that makes it funny, right? It's what is surprising, right? And it's what makes you laugh. So, and this one's an idiom, so I could see why this would be difficult to get. So Mm. in a row just Mm -hmm. means consecutive, right? So here's the thing. Usually when you see something is open 24 hours, then that means like all the time, right? All the time. All day, every day. Yeah. Um, But here he's like, that's not what it means. It doesn't mean 24 (laughs) consecutive hours. It could mean like 24 hours in a whole week and they're only open like three hours a day or whatever. (laughs) Right, right. Or in a month. Who knows? Maybe they just have a very light workload. And so they they just they're open at selective hours, very selected hours. I love that. Exactly. And I'm glad, Jessica, that you highlighted that term punchline, because a lot of times people will say, and here's the punchline, right? Right. They, they, they deliver it in that way. And that's kind of a fun way to, thing to add to your language, guys. So good. I love it. Um, and another sort of idiomatic uh, throwaway line that we mm-hmm. use a lot when we're telling jokes to our friends. Like if you feel like your joke is taking a while or maybe mm-hmm. you're just explaining too much, which I totally do sometimes. Sometimes <laughs> you could just stop and be like, wait for it. We we say yeah. this sometimes when we're like, no, come on, the funny part's coming. Wait for it. So instead of oh, saying, yeah. and the punchline is, you yeah. could say, wait for, wait it, for it, and then pause, and then mm-hmm. give the punchline, and it makes it even funnier. Oh, this is so good. <laughs> and the intonation is so important to highlight for our listeners, too. Wait for it. You know, totally. there we know something <laughs> else is coming, guys. This is so good. So, I mean, I really want to encourage our listeners to go over and check out Ron's podcast, right, Jessica? Definitely. Yeah. Um, And remember, guys, like, I love that this is um, I I love that this is a finite resource because sometimes 
diving into a new <laughs> podcast when you see there are 3,000 episodes is kind of like, yeah. oh my God, where do I start? But the great mm-hmm. thing here, guys, is that if you go to EnglishFunCast.com, you will see 146 episodes in all. That's all of them, guys. You yep. could start from the beginning. And so each good. one, it's really cool. You listen to the podcast and right underneath it, you can read the joke. So read the joke first. Awesome. That's what I think. And then listen yeah. to the podcast where he explains it and then go ahead and read it again out loud and practice Ooh. telling the joke. I love it. So I want to say a big thank you to Ron for coming on, you know, for letting us know about his podcast. This has been really fun. It's always good to know about new resources to learn English. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, for sure. Um, And we have many more fun guests coming up in the near future, guys. So stay tuned. All right. Awesome. Jessica, thanks for hanging out today. My pleasure. Super fun. Talk soon. Bye. Bye, Lindsay. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, follow our show wherever you listen to podcasts to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.